All right, well, we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit finally after all these serious <laughs> podcasts and all these. We've been going going straight for the heart recently, so this one will be a little bit lighter. But I somehow think that some of these some of these topics, we're going to do a rapid big, fire. Yeah. We haven't done, Alexis and Travis are here, and we haven't done one of these in a while. This time, though, usually Lex throws all these topics at us. She probably has some she's going to throw at us still. But I had a few. Brandon and I have kind of been talking about. We're like, we need Lex and Travis here so we can kind of go over these things. Yeah, so we can feel kind of a lighthearted kind of. Yeah. Um, but they're serious topics. I think they're going to yeah. get serious, I think. But we'll, and we'll see how them. rapid that actually stays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we always call it rapid fire, but it's never very rapid. I think on average we only get through like maybe four topics on a rapid fire and that's just when i'm like and that's us trying to be quick about it yeah (laughs) i guess my mission for the next rapid fire is to find things once again that are going to rile up travis and brandon because to me that's the most enjoyable thing (laughs) well you could also yeah i mean you could always search for one while we're doing this if you want to oh yeah i have ideas do you not know she's not already on this look look, i'm on my phone right now okay (laughs) all right what does she got on the first the first one first we'll start this this is gonna be so awesome you guys (laughs) flat earth (laughs) okay but hold on let's clarify okay so clarify the topic flat earth we are not going to dive into the insanity that is arguing that the earth is flat over being a glow and getting into all of that, which it's funny. I will share, though, that I've had this conver- this exact conversation that we're going to have came from something completely unrelated that Lex had found. And I said that is exactly I said that is so funny because we've had this mo- this conversation with multiple people. This flat earth thing is huge and not only huge in the way of people actually believing this, um, which the point was that I had talked with actually a teacher of ours from our Christian mm-hmm. school that was arguing this with me that the earth was yeah, flat. Yeah, so there you go, um, um, Christian school advocates. Yeah. So um, we're you. arguing this, and Lex actually had to jump on because she was like, let's just say if anybody is going to believe some any conspiracy, like it's me, right? Brandon calls me tinfoil hat Heidi. Like I am all for conspiracy theories, shadow government, like the secrets and deception. I, I am on vividly point. remember actually – um going jumping onto that post because up until that point I had made it a policy to not comment on any of that stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, it's you're jumping on and you were very polite and respectful sure. and you know, but firm in, in where you were standing and where you thought the danger was. And then they started just like oh yeah jumping down your throat. And I was like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> And I just was like, look, if anybody was going to jump onto this bandwagon, it would be It's hiding. totally like, me because I'm this like all day long. But we just want to stay going into this. Yeah. And I'm I'm totally like I'm looking for all kinds of stuff that the government's hiding from us. Yeah. Like, I'm not as bad as Heidi, but I'm always looking for a good government <laughs> conspiracy that's believable. This is absolutely insane. Okay. So let's just say we're not going to go so into... Not- is the earth flat or is the earth flat? We're not going to get into don't that. Don't message us said. with information. Believe me, it's not an ignorant statement. When well, that's I what I was just going to say. Earth. Let me just say that Brandon and I, and, and me, I know speaking for myself, I love finding any rabbit hole of just crazy that I can Look dive into. into it. Look into it. No, like. That's we, your, that's your honest. 
That's their word that they use. It's look, look into, into it. it. That's it, the phrase. That's like part of their lingo. That but we, when we first were like, oh my gosh, people are for real for this. This isn't a joke. Like we did dive into these teacher, not mm-hmm. because we were like, oh my gosh, this could be it. This could be what we're missing. But we really did like, what are these people teaching that this is seriously where they're getting at? And so we did really dive in and educate ourselves. In, not saying that we know everything, obviously, but we really did get into it and look. You, so. were, you got into Rob Skiba for a little bit, didn't you? Did you yeah. get it into any of his I stuff? listened to a three-hour podcast where I was <laughs> actually building something, so at least my mind wasn't fully on it, but it was. Uh, it, it went way out left field. Did he go uh, to Flat Earth? Not so much, but I know he's associated with some of the other people. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. his, uh, that's his main Roberts, thing. I think is yeah, a name Nathan that I've Roberts. heard, but like you'll see Nathan Roberts and Rob Skiba kind of place together at the same conferences and stuff. But uh, I mean, and that goes into a whole other category of aliens and stuff, but it's... Oh, goodness. Um, but I mean, even so that even I was caught off guard by this flatter thing, too. Recently, <clears throat> about a year ago, I was actually uh, just having a, a godly Christian conversation with a man at work who was a visiting uh, printer technician. Oh, I and remember we were, that. And we were discussing scripture and I was talking. I forget what it was specifically. But then out of the blue, he goes, yeah, and just like flat earth. <laughs> and I like paused. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you, are Come again? Serious? Wait, what? Like, yeah, 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 because the Bible teaches flat earth. And I'm like, oh. And this is the point that we want to get into. Okay. So we're not here to argue, is the earth flat? Is the earth round? Is it a triangle? Is it a whatever? Uh, and I will go on record as saying, I frankly don't care. Yeah, yeah. So so I've never. So that's, that's not the point. I personally have not. I don't not, think any of us care about this argument. No, but right. I'm just saying, like, I, because out of all four of us, yeah. I'm the one going, Look, you guys can do all the research you want, and I'll just kind of throw out my opinions when you give me the information. Sure, like, I don't yeah. want to have to do the work. I'm not going to research it for this. it on something to me that is just—it's not a big deal. It's a very big deal to people who believe in flat Earth, apparently. Um, but I just don't care. I don't see it as a big deal. Well, That's not how you, gonna... what you were about to say though is this leads into the problem that we have here is that so many people now there's this is a huge movement that are claiming that flat earth is the thing that has truly brought them to the Lord. They know that God is real now because of finding flat earth. This is somehow tied to, not that it, not that they got their salvation from it, like it replaced Jesus, but that's where they're getting it. This is all built on the reason why they believe in this flat earth that they've looked at is everything is a conspiracy. Yeah. NASA's BS. This is a government. Like everything, the, the international space station. All the space are together, Asian, yeah. Rockets, they, they somehow shoot up and then they end up landing in the ocean. And then they go to like, I don't know, someplace for a period of time. That's where, those, that's where apparently the space station astronauts go to. Um, I know I said that I do know the view, and that sounded really well, ignorant. But no, there's but so many there's different. There's so many within the flat Earth community. The flat there's Earth so community, many that so believe many opposing views, things. But it's just really in, a ba- in a basic sense, but everything is a conspiracy, and they think that this is a a, a fool, like a fool, like a demonic. This is like the end times deception. Yes. That NASA and round Earth, Earth, and that we're being yeah. we're being, and it's like. Do you do you really think God would let this? But this the UN confusion? seal is the flat Earth. Like, do you obviously. really think God would allow this type of confusion and this type of conspiracy? Uh, number one, this does not matter. This doesn't affect God's sovereignty at all. Like you said, who cares? Even yeah. if it is, but it's not. It's not. But even if it was, that doesn't affect. But the, the problem is when people hinge their belief that their salvation comes from this revelation of flat Earth. 
You know, That's what happens huge. when you get saved? What happens when you when you wake up, have your awakening, get saved, come back to Christ, whatever, wherever you're at in your walk, is you get this fire lit under you, right? And yes. you get really excited, like you should. Sure. Jesus is exciting. You should be excited. Absolutely. Um, and, and you want to go around and shout to the rooftops and, and you know, even sometimes just go straight up to people and go, why are you being so stupid, right? Like right, you, I, yeah, because you, you have you a learn. moment of repentance or a moment right. of realization and, that of your sin. And you're just, you're like, I don't understand. To me, this is so simple to understand. Why are so many people against this? And so what happens is that this fervor is being transferred over to the people who are saying, I credit flat earth with my salvation. Yep. Well, first of all, flat earth didn't save you. And I, and I truly, and I, I almost hate to say this, but anybody who says that on a repeated basis, I really wonder if they truly were saved. Well, they're fooled by a demonic deception. I don't know if they're, I'm not saying their Christianity is fooled by a demonic right. deception, but their belief is they're fooled by what they're claiming. But then they believe that in order to get more people saved, they then need to shake everybody else up and get everybody else on this flat earth train. So they're posting things left, right, and sideways. Flat earth, flat earth, flat earth, come do this, come do this. And it some of it actually gets kind of belligerent, which for this group, I mean, we get kind of belligerent with stuff too, you know, where we get a little sarcastic. No, and, but I don't think we're ever legalistic or sensate or dogmatic, whatever you want to label it. I don't, I don't think we're, that's never our intent is to do that, but to speak truth. And sometimes truth does sound kind of like that, but... In the flat earth thing that, yeah, crediting it, crediting it to your salvation, that's insanity. I mean, there's there's nothing that, I mean, once the, that should be a realize of, of realization of who you are. And like I said, forgiveness of your sin is the only thing that you should credit to your salvation. Your realization that you are a, a hor- horrible wretch of a person and that you need a savior. Let me share one of these things that one of these, they're Christian flat earth truthers is usually what it's categorized. Yeah, truthers. Yeah, that comes up. This says, the earth is flat, stationary, and enclosed exactly the way the Bible says it is, exactly the way God created it to be, is their statement. There is a picture of the globe that says the foundation for evolution, the Big Bang, atheism, alien seeding, paganism, and the occult, the new world order, and the satanic world control. Then they show a picture of the flat earth. How do they come to these people? Listen, then they show the flat earth. Described in the Bible, validates the Bible, scientifically proven points to God alone as creator, blows Satan deceptions, Satan's deceptions wide open. Now the do you see why they're that. lying? Now do you Everything see? Everything that you can see proves to God as your creator. That's what scripture says. Oh, they say that it's, NASA it's, admits to the biblical flat and non-rotating earth. I mean, you could go on. They have graphics like crazy that shows how it is God up in the heavens. And there's the firmament above the water. Sure, they above have the firmament, one guy that worked sky, for NASA for like Sheol, five years that all of a sudden deep. decided that he wanted to make some money. And decided to, to make some money off of Isaiah this. forty twenty two says the circle of the earth, right? They they pull all of these scriptures and different things that prove it. The problem apparently. with hinging salvation on this belief is that number one, when you go around and you're spouting this left right, there are going to be people who are going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, they're going to say, look, this is my background and knowledge and this is what I believe in why. And you're not going to shake that. This is I believe that, you know, the earth is round and, you know, magnetic fields and, you know, spout all of these things out at you. And so the thing is, is you're okay I don't want to like act like I'm talking to someone specifically but the the worry is that a person who's trying to convert somebody else using flat earth will then work so hard to tear down a belief that the earth is round Mm -hmm. that you're kind of ignoring Christ like completely yeah okay Um, and that that goes into the idea of evidentialism like like how you evangelize Right. If you are trying to present evidence instead of just going to scripture specific to proclaim Christ, you know, just as Paul said, I, I knew nothing among you but Christ and him Christ. crucified. Yep. That should be the focus of any evangelistic talk. But like what you're saying is that this now becomes, well, if I lead with this, right? this is my leading tactic. This is, this, oh, if I can get him with this. And, and it does. It becomes so much of a focus that the... the Christ is no longer exalted in this whole thing. And I, and here's my big concern, too, is the fact that this is now, uh, you know, they're, they're saying, well, Scripture teaches this. So these are people who definitely want to say, I believe the Bible, I believe every word of right. it, and you should. But hold on now. Let's compare this not with science, because I have a lot of problems with certain science things, and we'll get into that later. But yeah, no. The idea they, that this is... Our God is outside of science. So. Right. No, the Bible is absolutely scientific. Yeah, it but is, it's, but he's not bound to by our human principles. Yeah, because science is our not, understanding he, of how God's know, working. Yeah. Right. But but understanding, too, that this is certain verses and stuff that they'll use. Okay, this is analogous. This is, you know, speech of the day. Yeah, there, you very. have to take it in the context of what. But also how says it's the four corners of the earth. So is are we actually a square? Are we? Is it flat Earth? But like we're a square, right, not a all, circle. So it, we literally have always, four corners. It always like if we want to go down that in north, south, east, and west. That doesn't. That doesn't. But it says four corners, Brandon. Well, that's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, again, we're not tearing north, down. You know, we're not here to delve into but, flat Earth. Is it okay. true? But if you wanted to but, take these scriptures yeah. and go, well, see, it here's says the, this Here's the one thing that yeah. we, I guess corners. we can wrap this topic on is let's be on it. The whole rest of the world is moving right a lot that knows the, the rest of the, the earth is round. And they're looking at Christians that believe this ridiculous flat earth theory that can be easily proven. Like, this is easily, easily proven. And then... They they just they have this ridiculous just denial in them that just wants to believe this conspiracy. So that's what but you look like ridiculous to the rest of the world and you give no credibility to Christianity at all. Christianity's got some wacky stuff enough it is is it is as it is if if you're looking from a worldly perspective. You don't need to be walking around talking about flat earth and then swearing up and down that it's in the Bible. That just that that does no good towards, you know. Like I I sent a message in the group and said it does no favors to Christianity. You look like a fool, right? And it also just ignores the rest of Scripture. Yeah, and that, this goes with anything. You can form any cult, anything. And again, we're not saying this is a cult, but it's it's just of concern uh, because the way that we see people responding to this, we the way we see people just diving into this headlong, it becomes their focus. 
Um, that, that to me is concerning. But, I mean, you, you have to read all of Scripture. You have to understand what it all says. And I would even just, just to throw up questions like, okay, you've got uh, the water in the global flood, Genesis 6, the water exceeded over every mountaintop. Yeah. Okay, like, how does that make any sense in a flat earth? I don't know how you do that, but I'm sure there's people with arguments. So to, even to me, there are so many things. You have seasons. You understand why days are longer and shorter during the seasons and that the seasons are different between the north and southern hemispheres. Well, they've got to. Like, but, and again, yeah. and I haven't even read into all these arguments. I'm sure somebody somewhere has tried to. Oh, they're mind bending. So. That's why I asked you about Skiba because he's really big on that. So if anybody listens to Rob Skiba, don't. I mean, we're not. <laughs> but we're again, it's the same thing like you breaking down dangerous. this theology ref. So because you listen to some of these guys and they sound good. They use the yeah. big words. They make good points. There are some things that they pull in. You're like, well, that was true. Well, yeah, you're right yeah. there. You know, and then so if you if your mind is open to be warped and twisted, I mean, you can easily start to fall into this stuff. Just like they believe that this the, the flat earth is some of them believe that it's it's a great falling away. The, this deception or a great deception and it's like okay so th- th- yeah that's not it all right so next topic what are we like 10 minutes 20 minutes okay the next topic do you guys know who josh harris is we talked yeah, about i don't it briefly so i know who he so is. i this is a trip. this by the time josh harris and i kissed dating goodbye became a big thing i was already living somewhere else we all went to high school well you graduated because you're old but heidi and i went to high school in separate places so i don't really know how they handled it in that town but i assume it's very similar i mean they were bringing his book into the youth groups and having whole like purity seminars with you know all of this information and everything was he the one that started like the the ones that were wearing like the bracelets and stuff i'm not sure i feel like that was already a thing it probably was i just added um but yeah i think it actually might be tied into it though i don't know for 100 percent certainty so so he really was he gave rise to this whole idea of we don't date which everybody in this room agrees with now um dating is not okay courtship is the way to go and he details his entire why he believes that the bible doesn't talk about dating all of this stuff then a year or two later he actually meets and falls in love with and gets married to this woman and he says you know why i chose courtship or wrote a book about their courtship and what it looked like and and really kind of monopolized on this whole you know keep kids pure um preaching absence and in theory it was really good. Um, there have been, not talking about what Heidi's about to talk about, but uh, uh, up to now, recently, there have actually been quite a few women our age have come forward and said, Joshua Harris ruined my life mm-hmm. because they actually were so, um, and I think a lot of this has more to do with the, the faith that they had in their foundation and their, like a lot of different factors, but they blame him for the reason why they're in their 30s and still single because they were that sitting back. That was actually what a were, comment on the, the they, post. They were sitting back and they were waiting for this perfect guy who had all of those beliefs, um, you know, same beliefs that they did to come along and, and they <clears> were <throat> uncompromising to that fact. And so they actually say, well, I'm still single because I never dated. Um, and that to me is a whole other topic, but that's kind of... Uh, 
to catch Travis up to speed, the whole Joshua Harris, he's like a big deal to our generation as far as dating and marriage and um, anything in that realm. He's that. known as very much a pastor and speaker in that that way, but a very biblical relationship type umbrella. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that that's the gist of him. So the other day, mm-hmm. him and his wife announced um, on an Instagram post, July seventeenth, um, that they are getting a divorce. They are going to continue their life together as friends. It's no big deal, but appreciate our, you know, respect our privacy for us and our three children as we go through this. Um, life is just, it's going to go on and be great, but it'll just be better for us if we do it separately now was the, the, the gist here. So, of course, that was a huge uproar within a community, especially from somebody who has been talking about purity and marriage and relationship and a biblical basis to all of this to just be like, yep, we're getting a divorce. So we're all good. Don't worry. But, you know, whatever. So that that was the big the big bombshell that came out then. It's kind of the equivalent of when Nicholas Sparks, the big romance writer, revealed that he's getting divorced. And yeah, right. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, really? no, not yeah, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, he got divorced. Sparks. I didn't know that. You know, and we because we all think that, you know, he just lives the notebook. You right. Know? And like, yeah. oh, no, how could that happen? Well, so anyways. And I don't know all the details, but I mean, right there's off the more. bat, to me, the concern is that already destroys his testimony. There's okay. more. Oh, okay, so this is it. where... Oh, Buckle up, buttercup. Travis has not heard the post yet, so he's uh, hearing it for the first time. Brandon heard it just before they got here, but then we did not discuss it whatsoever, so we could do this. This is so concerning. This happened... This was posted two days ago, so we're on the 28th yeah. today, so this was two days ago. I have it on here. I'm just going to let him read it while you... Okay. While you read it. So he... <laughs> here, Josh Harris posted this on Instagram. It says, My heart is full of gratitude. I wish you could see all the messages people sent me after the announcement of my divorce. They are expressions of love, though they are saddened or even strongly disapprove of the decision. I am learning that no group has the market cornered on grace. Travis's face is turning. Oh, boy. This week, I've received grace from Christians, atheists, evangelicals, ex-evangelicals, straight people, LGBTQ people, and everyone in between. I'm about to lay on the floor and start wailing. Of course, there have also been strong words of rebuke from religious people. While not always pleasant, I know they are seeking to love me. There have also been spiteful, hateful comments that angered and hurt me. The information that was left out of our announcement is that I have undergone a massive shift in regard to my faith in Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> the popular phrase for this is deconstruction. The biblical phrase is falling away. By all the measurements that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there is a different way to practice faith, and I want to remain open to this, but I am not there now. Martin Luther said that the entire life of believers should be repentance. There's beauty in that sentiment regardless of your view of God. I have lived in repentance for the past several years, repenting of my self-righteousness, my fear-based approach to life, the teaching of my books, my views of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. But I specifically want to add to this list now, to the LGBTQ plus community, I want to say that I am sorry for the views that I taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I regret standing against marriage equality for not affirming you and your place in the church and for any ways that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry. I hope you can forgive me. 
To my Christian friends, I am grateful for your prayers. Don't take it personally if I don't immediately return calls. I can't join in your mourning. I don't view this moment negatively. I feel very much alive and awake and surprisingly hopeful. I believe with my sister Julian that all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. God help him. So that was that. Was that. Um, he's clearly not repenting. But yeah, he knows nothing of repentance. Yeah, uh, so I guess he was never really of us. No. Uh, yeah. Now that's because I take the stand that if you're truly a Christian, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you yes. Always, yeah. Now, granted, this could be a season, and I pray that it I is, pray, yeah. and that he does repent from this. But my goodness, and the fact that that's just falling right into the culture. That's demonstrating. I mean, know, he literally hit on everything: well, women in the here, church, LGBTQ. Here is here's what I honest I honestly believe this, and he hit, like you said, he hit on it. But he said it's known as falling away. But he everything that he listed is literally everything that Paul listed Timothy in Second Timothy that he's warning him of of false teachers in the end times. And people coming and saying these things. So, so what just came to mind? And I forget what it was. I think it was a recent Vodibachum sermon, but it was literally the idea of this moralism. Because I, I don't know what his view was of God. I don't know what his view was of Christ, the atonement, anything like that. But based on these books, it was a moralistic view based on the Bible. And so, from a Christian standpoint, you go, "Yes, I agree with that. He must be with us." But here's the thing, and a lot of people don't understand, and this is why I brought up Vody, because he points out, he goes, look, which one do you think Satan's actually behind? Yep. The town that is full of debauchery or the town that is super moral, moral. but doesn't know Christ? Yep. Because which one is more tricked? Think about it. That's why this is so dangerous. Oh, yeah. And look, the, how many secular people will point out that there is a moral foundation in the Bible that if you follow essentially your life would be blessed to an extent. Sure. Like, yeah, that's clear. Yeah, that's but the that's, spirit. Uh, that's the... Goodness. Yeah, like you said, Lord have mercy on him, because... There's... I, I don't know a lot about his background as far as... I don't know what his childhood was like, how he was raised, whatever. I, I never... I actually never read the books. I just was had the concepts shoved down my throat every time I went to church for a couple of years. But um, I... There's something to be said about the fact that at the time that these books came out, I mean, he was wildly popular and revered and held up on this pedestal. I actually think he was a fairly and, good pastor at one point. Yeah, like, people just loved him. He's charming, charismatic. He was good looking. I don't know what he looks like anymore and, you, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, and he made a lot of money. And then, oh, hey. I found this woman who's open to courtship and I courted her again. I don't really, I didn't read the book. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not claiming anything. It's very interesting though, that he then wrote another book. I don't think it did quite as well as the first one. It, it wasn't, but it, it kind of furthered this image of a hero, right? Well, now people who hold those beliefs are, were hate speech and suppressing people and, and it's horrible and he just in one post yep. set himself up to be the hero all over again and I will be shocked if there's not a book 
Oh, of course he'll make a book about it. I just, and maybe even a movie on life. You know, I think I honestly think Don't this is just this lunch. is this is bigger of a deal than just him. It's not. It's because it's happening all over. Heck, I did it with the Jen Hatmaker thing on the. But it, it's happening, and he just completely abandoned the faith. I mean, from that place, I'm assuming that he said maybe, you know, this is just. Not, but it looked like you completely abandoned the faith, but. The, the things that he said, I mean, he painted Christianity, like you said, as being hateful, as being, yeah. like, painting, and that's, in our culture today, that's truth. So what does that do for us as Christians? I mean, do you know, I mean, that, this is serious, how serious this stuff is getting. Because one person says this, a former Christian, and this stuff is, is going to be more i think this is going to be pushed more so into our society we're already seeing preachers now being arrested being ticketed for preaching hate speech for street preaching in our own country i mean that's not just now it's been happening but we just saw a preacher just recently get arrested on the beach for he was preaching against homosexuality guess what arrested hate in charge with the crime of hate speech I'm sorry. Did he? I, I read it earlier, and Heidi just read it again. But correct me. Did he actually say? I've had many friends tell me that there are multiple ways to of faith, of faith, or, or something, something like and that, I yeah. believe them. Like what? So, so that brings up the the Paul Washer at one point. Well, he'll preach on it often, but he, he it, it's it's obvious that. You know, to stay relevant, to to basically not be shut down, because if you're not for Christ, you're against him. People don't understand. There's no neutrality. But None. Paul Washer says, look, you can hold all your views in this culture by only changing one word. Instead of proclaiming that Jesus is the way, you can say he is a, a. way. You can say God is the God, or you can change it to God is a God. And that's exactly what it sounds like this guy just did. Well, that's the whole New Age movement. This is all, and that's where people don't realize, you know, we talk about New Age a lot, but New Age is alive and well in the church. New Age is all of this stuff, all of these things that is all loving, all encompassing. I mean, all of these things are these New Age things that are laying the foundation for the Antichrist. That's what literally all of this is doing. It is laying the, is laying the pathways for it, and people are flocking to it. The mega churches are playing it up. The New Apostolic Reformation is playing but it up. All Christi- of these things are doing this. Can't you Christians tell that you're, yeah, you're being primed for to be persecuted already. I mean, so much now. It's getting even more and more with things like this. Like, you know, he's going to build a whole band of people back behind him with just the statement now. I mean, this is like Hollywood's dream, you know, somebody to come out like this and apologize for the bigotry. Oh, and people are coming out of the woodworks. I mean, you just go through the con. People are, oh, thank you for now, finally I'm, standing up against this and speaking out. I'm not out. saying with that you, I brother. agreed with this guy in his books at all. I, I don't know that I did. I have never read one of his books. I don't, I don't care to. But I, what I am saying is when you post something like that, speaking of the faith, this is when it's, I mean... Like you said, though, I mean, just by by what he said, you're like, you didn't have the faith to begin with. There was there was some sort of facade to begin with. Well, right. And it's, again, the parable of the soils. A lot of people forget that only one soil bore fruit. Right. And again, we, we get caught up in this idea that fruit is just doing something nice for someone. Uh, no, it's glorifying God. 
Sure. And so I don't. Again, I haven't read his books either. But where is the focus? Is he, he simply have, yeah. teaching morality? Hey, this is essentially what the Bible says. Yeah. Uh, but again, Sounds in the parable like of the soils. So he must have never faced opposition until recently, because as this culture has shifted, as this, like he pointed out, equality of marriage. Uh, no, God said one man, one woman. We ha- we have problem. to hold to that. We cannot be silent about it. But you're going to face opposition. But that's a problem with this. Yeah. Like we just did theology refs. Just recorded it. Right. That's the problem with this type of gospel is it creates what the, the type of thing that you're just describing. It creates people that once they face opposition or once they face a storm that maybe God doesn't get them through, maybe they find out that they're not so important, then all of a sudden your faith all of a sudden takes a back seat. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what's going on? And they, you know, like you said, they start, a, they start facing opposition. Faith goes out the you know what I think a big part of this might be? Just, again, I, I don't know this man. I know nothing about him, but just the, the few things you can kind of gather from what he's put out there. I think he might be struggling with the sin of homosexuality. And that's, that's why, and that. that's where the the deep-seated, um, and I think he has been for a while kind of looking back at some of his posts, but I think that's actually where the deep-seated point of all of this comes to. Um, it is a real sin that people have to face, just like many other sexual sins, and the Bible is very clear on it, as well as all sexual sins. We do not agree in the way in which the church has gone about this historically, um, but it doesn't mean that this all-inclusive new Jesus that, you, but it's you, interesting you know, it doesn't how mean that this is right this either. Is freedom. And, and I very much think in time that, I mean, I would probably be willing to bet money. I don't have any money to bet. But if I had some, I would probably be willing, you know, to go ahead and bet some money. That I think that's going to be the next thing that comes out with him. And pray for their kids. Oh, absolutely. I can't imagine. And, this whole um, family. This is tragic. Well, yeah. And not... the one kid's like 50. I mean, see, these are kids that are at very huge I mean, some ages are just, I mean, all ages are important, of course, but there's some ages that are just huge in the development of a person and their children are within that. And my heart just absolutely breaks for them, regardless of whatever the circumstances, any divorce is absolutely awful on a family. Um, And now with this issue of faith and and all these other things that could be coming out, yes, it's awful. So I did find one. Okay, because we still have to do that one. Okay. Do you want to do yours first? All right, so we're going to move on from that horrid topic. Unfortunately, this will probably take a minute. No. So let's do uh, like, I don't want to call it fun because there's like some sadness attached to this in a way. But you guys know that I really uh, like to find like bizarre famous people things. (laughs) You really do. (laughs) Because like, I just want to laugh sometimes and I'm like sad at the same time, but I'm like the ridiculousness. So you guys have heard of Kanye West Sunday service, right? Oh, Lord. What? You haven't heard about this? No, I we haven't. We live uh, in oh, the middle of nowhere y'all. under a rock. Like, like okay. church service? So I started hearing little bits and pieces of this a couple of months ago and just kind of, you know, he's not a stranger to using religious type names yeah, for just Illuminati whatever. Um, so I didn't really think anything of it. And then... I watched this. It was a like a Jimmy Kimmel interview. Cause you know, every once in a while, I will click on things because I just want to know, like, what are people saying? Like, oh, yeah. what is the it's deal? Hard not to, yeah. So I'm watching, and it's the three Kardashian sisters, and they are asked, like, what is this Sunday service? Every Sunday, oh, Kanye hosts. This 
what the Kardashians described as a worship-only Sunday service where they do play worship songs. Now, I don't have a list, and we've already done a podcast I'm willing to bet I know who all they play. Um, But when I was researching things just for what to bring up just now, Gwen Stefani praised his rendition of her Don't Speak song that she did with No Doubt at his Sunday service. Like, <laughs> so they're doing worship songs and they're doing kind of motivational. I think the whole point behind it, it's meant to be, and this is what they kind of said was it's just this place where you go and you let go of all the bad stuff and you're uplifted. Anything with a positive message that can make you feel (laughs) uplifted. (laughs) Now, here's the problem. Kanye West is a very outspoken person who says, I have been saved by Jesus. He does. Mm -hmm. And now he's got his Sunday service. And we can clearly see based on his lifestyle but oh, it's they're becoming into Coachella. like next thing we know Bieber's going to be in on this and then it's becoming like a, a like the new celebrity cult is kanye west sunday service and what's scary about that though <laughs> is that it's not all that different from the mega churches that we've got going on i honestly and would be interested to see a live stream at the kardashians of this going on and have you guys compare it to a worship service at Elevation, Bethel, Hillsong. You know, you know that's I mean, funny any one that I heard you too, because that kind of reminded me, they're doing like these backyard type church worship service things. That's that's becoming a big thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's to create the community and the true atmosphere of the true well, church. Well, so Kanye started these. doing this in January. Really? So I would be in very January. interested I to see it. if those community worship only community building events are not inspired by yet again the point y'all are the path is being paved for the antichrist for this final window of time like to happen and you make, all are I just mean, jumping you know, on it's board funny. it seems like 20 years ago you sound like a conspiracy theorist idiot when you say a lot of these things you know but now we're like looking at these things in real life we're going okay, real. You, you can't make this stuff up like you this can't is, make you, it this up. is not even Google, we're not even kanye west sunday service he's of course now selling merchandise <laughs> oh my god okay but while we talk i'm right gonna there, look it's that money. up it's yeah if you yeah if you go google it and he said Religion just means that you do something over and over. I will say that I'm spiritual. I have accepted Jesus as my savior. And I believe the Kardashians or a couple of them at least say the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I fall short every day. So it's this whole, um, you know, push pull of, well, I'm going to say that I belong to Jesus and then go do whatever I want to do because I know it's that I'm going to fall short yeah, every it's day. It's a mega church. And it's, it's a mega church, Pastor. He has called himself God. Well, you know what's funny is that Kanye, too, has all over, you know, he has his Yeezy shoes. Yeah. And preachers and sneakers, like, they're filled with pastors wearing Yeezy. And this is like a culture thing. They're all wearing Yeezys. And it's, it's like a huge culture deal. So... That's scary. Uh, I'm just blown away. I mean, it, again, it's not surprising, but it's even just know. like, are you serious? This is another one. I feel but sick this, in my gut right now yeah. <laughs> talking about this. Like, this, I genuinely this don't feel goes well. into the. But this is the thing. And in fact, uh, I think Al Mohler even hits on it a couple times w- months ago. But if you look at the world perspective, those who deny Christ, because I, I guarantee you, yeah, he says Jesus, he's, he 
proclaims him as his savior, but he would also probably go straight on and say, well, you couldn't find Buddha to be your savior. And so again, that's the whole capitulation. He's a way uh, and probably uh, nothing about way. atonement. Uh, it wouldn't Repentance. shock me at least. But it's, but it's this, you, they don't want to completely drop spirituality. Uh, and I think it's even some of the, uh, the European nations like uh, Ireland, I think is one. There's uh, like Norway, some of these other places, Sweden. If you ask the people, like they still believe in ghosts and spirits, just not God. It's like, well, wait a minute. Like you're it's like fairies are very much alive and real and goblins. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God is not. Wisps and all that stuff. I mean, it's they don't want to let go of, of the, the spiritual side of it. And that's all this is. It's, it's proclaiming a spirituality and trying to somehow genuflect through what he would call <laughs> worship music. Um, that yeah. somehow no doubt fits, which well, is kind of funny because okay, if you went I'm, back to us at I the am, Christian church in our no doubt phase, we'd be like, yes, we can listen to no doubt during. Well, I guess time. I but guess yeah, his rendition thing. of no doubt made her cry or of don't speak. I think it was don't speak. Oh, are you talking about the cosmopolitan article that's on here? Says what goes on at their Sunday service. I don't know if that's what goes on. I think those are just pictures that are. Um, These, yeah, this article. Well, and what's and funny, I just sent you a Christian Post one. But on did you guys see though? Messenger. Ever since Bieber showed up and did his thing at Coachella and That's all like that, which thing. Coachella is very demonic. That's what all of this stuff is. These are all awful they do ritual things. In the article he's talking about. Well, now it's this Christian thing, and the merchandise was being sold, and all of these things. Like it's so amazing how you see this, and it's like, how can anyone possibly play into this stuff? You guys, are you kidding me? But you're seeing big names get behind this stuff. I cannot believe the people that were praising Bieber when he did his whole thing at Coachella. And I'm like, have you all lost your minds? Like, seriously right now? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And it's scary because this is just the next step of of where we're at with Christianity mm-hmm. in oh, America. With, absolutely. You know, um, and it's in the West. We're, we're and we've all recommended else. it before. I'm going to recommend it again. If you haven't watched American Gospel, go watch yeah. American Gospel. You can watch a big part of it just on YouTube. The one it's, hour it's like condensed set. version. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, there's a couple parts to it, and it's like condensed into these yeah. 45 minute videos. You can rent it on Vudu in in Amazon Prime for like three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it, it's it really kind of lays the groundwork for what we're saying here, the reason we're all like, oh, this yeah. is not good because of this, the word faith movement and the prosperity gospel yep. and, and the whole mega church smoke screens. Did you know my mom texted me today that she walked out of a new church that they were trying because when they got there, they were playing, I think, just on the speakers, Journeys Any Way You Want It. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like in the church. Like, like, it's like my mom was like, theater, this, like, this church is a what? no-go. My parents have had like the worst experiences. Oh, they tried one church one time. They were playing the blind side. But you as their know sermon. what's amazing? Like the movie? Yes. Yeah. But you know what's amazing is this is the norm. I know. Like so many people, they say, I'm trying to find a church. And everyone I go to, I just, this doesn't sit right. Brandon has people constantly contact him. Can you help me? We're trying to decipher this. We're new. Yeah, We're trying to figure it out. Right. And it's like, honestly, and that's why where we tell people, we go, no, we started doing, the only reason why we started doing home church type stuff was because we scoured our area and there is not one church that we can get behind. 
because they're doc there's so many issues we're not even gonna go into it but there's so many issues yeah. and that's what so many people they go and they're like i'm looking all around my area like i'm gonna have to drive multiple hours i mean we've talked about moving out of state because there are just a couple churches in the country that we could somehow you know get behind and be invested in and, and work with and we we're like we literally would have to move is that what we should do you know whatever because when you look at the stuff it's like honestly it is so awful and you know you guys watch sermons from all kinds of different churches all over the place you guys are always doing this and when you're looking around that's the problem is people are like man and then they get tired because you get tired of trying new church after new church after new church and Mm -hmm. doing the thing and eventually it's like forget it forget it well i mean i'm pretty sure kanye is getting ready to like televise his church services <laughs> so you guys don't even worry only, about so. it just kidding well, um, but, but no but this is a whole entire choir yeah oh, and i think and here's the thing like i actually think home. he really believes that he's saved I do too. I think I, I think he, he thinks it's genuine. I think he would consider himself a good person. I don't think he would consider himself immoral at all. Um, it's and I don't know if he's just been super duper blinded by the life coaches. Yeah, Lord knows. Uh, I mean, I don't know, know what or he whatever. Does in his private time. But this is paving the way for the new world's religion. Exactly. Well, what it see, is. this is where I kind of put on the little tinfoil hat, like Heidi does, <laughs> because there is, hey, there is. We <laughs> about to talk about the Illuminati. Well, there it's is for some real weird stuff with Kanye. I mean, like you see, like these honest, like these like meltdowns. His MK Ultra these, meltdowns, so, and then he so, goes away. You know, and we we pass him off as just being, oh, you know, they're so stressed and they're overworked. You know, that's what we always have said that they're just they had a meltdown. It's like. You don't melt down and then come back and fly choirs out to your backyard to celebrate Jesus. There's there's more going on to this. I you think, think someone got a hold of him and like. Yeah, I honestly think it. I think it. I mean, it, it, it's got to be some demonic. There's more there, to there's, it. There's, there's got to be more to it because it hasn't just been him. It's been so many other of these Hollywood stars. Well, that have Justin done the Bieber same had way. a meltdown. That's right what before. I'm talking about. Yeah. Bieber. We can talk about. And, and they all. They all go back to God and church and heck, Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. Now they're all of a sudden they go to church. Taylor Swift. I mean, it's all of it. It almost looks like, you know, it almost seems like demons begging to get like they don't know what else to do. Like, it's almost what it seems like that, like, just tried to get out, trying to self-soothe something. And look, some people out there are going to go, look, some of these people might genuinely be either saved or on the path or maybe they're just new and they haven't delved deep enough, whatever it is. All I'm going to say is I genuinely question the the trueness of the salvation of anyone who gets saved in this lifestyle and then stays there. Amen. Um, I can think of maybe one, maybe two people that I think genuinely had their lives completely turned around and really are not part of Hollywood anymore. And even then, I'm still skeptical. Like Jim Caviezel, have you ever looked into his story or anything? Yeah, I, I do like his story. I know some of his theology is kind of wonky. But it I it, like it is. Knowledge. I do like it. But his I think story. it's genuine. It's though. genuine. And I he think doesn't he's an like... example of someone who is truly sickened by what Hollywood is. But if you think there's a bunch of great yeah. Hollywood Christians, you are being deceived. But I mean, right? even, it, even to think even the best, seemingly the best Hollywood Christian, it's like, how can you 
there's a way to serve God in that industry. I, I, How? I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. Well, here's another example would be Kirk Cameron. He's a man that totally walked yeah. away from, from the Hollywood scene. And his, his sister life, didn't. I find that interesting. His life uh, was completely changed. And what he was even working and evangelizing uh, directly. Like his, his whole life was completely flipped upside down. I guarantee you he doesn't make a lot of money now. Um, and, you know, he has put an emphasis on Christ and the gospel that you don't see with some of these other self-proclaimed Christians. Like, And every time he talks out with stuff, people call him crazy and a loon and he gets totally shut down because he's done that too. I don't know. I think I might, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know enough about Kirk Cameron. To, I, I, I just know that it, I don't, uh, I don't under, and I can't be legalistic with it, but I don't see how you can even semi live close to that lifestyle. Even, even he, d- he deal- doesn't though. I know, but doesn't okay. he still make movies? Doesn't he still he do pure stuff? He tried for a hot minute to do things like the Left Behind movie. I know he, he did that. Um, like, wow. And he, he did that fire, he fire did the fireproof with like did pure flicks or whatever. But he made sure that the scene where he kisses the he wife in the movie his is his actual wife. Like so, um, he only and then he does like. He does Very like speaking engagement stuff, flicks, right? But even then, he hasn't done any of that in a long time. He joined, what's the group? One of the guy that came to our church that one time. Uh, I was, I was thinking was of there. Living Waters, but are you talking about Answers in Genesis? Was he with Answers in Genesis? No, no he wasn't. He was. No. Anyway, nope. um, he he like legitimately like is like he preaches and teaches. Um, he they've like adopted talks. like. Well, 10 kids. The thing that just makes me skeptical about that, too, is this because, like, I um, just like what happened with Pure Flix. Like, what's what's his name? David A.R. White. David A.R. White and and his wife, Andrea. That whole story, like, he he comes from a Mennonite family, but he seemed like he had his head on theologically straight. He, you know, I mean, before and then now all of a sudden they have flipped over to this liberal progressive christianity and i mean mm-hmm. pure flix is but it's happening and that's what yeah. I'm and, and i that's the only thing i know that kurt cameron does a lot of stuff with pure flix i know they do a lot of stuff i wouldn't the, say a lot and he kind of he stopped. i don't know i it's like i said years. i don't i just see him on we you know what him and his wife are doing now we got rid of pure do you flix. know what they just did no um well not just probably within the last year or two like all they do is they created like a husband and wife spouse like okay. yeah that's cool online you can here's a thing you can watch for free or you can buy that and it's not expensive for what it is but it's basically like a um husband and wife online type seminar what does the bible say how do you how are you married that's basically they do that they raise their kids that they've they've had and adopted and that's all they talk about he actually stopped yeah. i don't think he films anything anymore i think yeah, he just yeah. does remember that was our big like with his sister you know because she's still like in everything said, everybody loves her and she's touted as a christian woman all these other things and that was us when fuller house came out we were so excited and she mentions being modest but yeah, we watched the first episode. Remember, you got yeah. mad. Brandon got like furious and he up and left. And he was like, no, this is filth. This will not be on in our house. And I think I finished that episode just yeah. to finish it. And we were like, nope. Well, I no, questioned no, no. her, you know, I don't know if she just is 
misled somewhere or trying to convince herself I don't know if it's genuine and she's got pulling the wool over her own eyes in certain areas for a certain life so I don't know what the story is there but I started questioning her she did this show um about gymnastics a couple years ago I can't remember what it was called it was big deal for a couple seasons and then it went away and she played a Christian on a show wore a cross and everything and her character is like having sex with her boyfriend and stuff. I'm like, well, clearly you compromise somewhere. You have to. And she rationalizes it by saying, well, I would never do that in my own real life, yada, yada, yada. So there's, I think, something to be said about, you know, where she's at versus where he's at. And it's very telling that he really doesn't, like, there are no pictures of them together in recent years. And I didn't mean to pick on Kirk Cameron or bring this up, but I was just showing a contrast <laughs> against Kanye. No, but that is an interesting yeah. point. You know, it, but you're right, because most people think there's many great Christians in Hollywood that, that people love and they get behind right. I mean, they're, they're Republicans and they love Jesus. You know, what we do, we go to that. I mean, last man standing, the Christians were all up in arms that how dare you take this great Christian family conservative oh, yeah. show off the air. You know what I mean? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. I mean, maybe conservative ish sure but and maybe whatever but Christian, if you no. think that there are true biblically living christians scattered uh, even a handful through hollywood mm. we need to go back and look at scripture what you find because i think you're wrong uh-oh it gets more personal. for another personal topic. Uh, it gets more personal um uh, theological skip. problems with this okay but, uh, you want to move on to the next topic in search of America's national treasure. Right. Oh, that's right. I saw that series. Right, yeah. isn't it? Like Revive a Us too. Yeah. Okay, so theologically, now we've got a, right. the next uh, theo- or Theolo- theology refs. Okay, so our next question came in as an actual asked question that we're going to do a little rapid fire here. Do you believe in New Earth or Old Earth? New Earth. New Travis? Earth. New Earth. Brandon? Young Earth. New. Yeah. Young well, yeah, young Earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, young we're, Earth. we're stupid young Earthers. Yes. As we have been labeled by... I'm sure somebody. Some people, I'm sure. No, so we would definitely all fall in um, that camp uh, if everybody has to pick a side because, of course, we want to fight and bicker over everything we can possibly fight and bicker about. So since we started with what shape is the Earth, let's end with how old is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, Travis, you uh, this is like your area. Like, Brandon um, loves the kingdom. You are on this. So, so y- let's yeah, let I could, you. Yeah, I could spend hours on this. Well, this um, is okay, you don't get interesting. Hours, but... <laughs> Hold on. Interestingly enough... The whole flat, I credit flat earth with my salvation, yada, yada. It's this argument that actually lit a fire under Travis. Not that it's, oh my gosh. Do you credit this this to your salvation? No, but it's (laughs) that. I think we all have an area that definitely gets us. Like Brandon was like in times and and that type of stuff. Like everybody has a thing. that. So I just find it funny that we started with salvation (laughs) and flat earth. And and for Travis, it wasn't um, salvation. It was more that it had never occurred to him that, that actually studying the Bible, apologetics, knowing biblical history, it had never ever been presented to him that way before. And so as soon as he realized that that was a thing and he was gaining all this information, it made sense. He's a very logical person. And he's like, yep, you've got all the facts and you've lined it up. I swear he went home and within months he had 
just read all of the literature he could find with all of this, you know, the Christian science information versus secular. And it, it was. And not Christian real. science, like the religion. Oh, yeah. False, sorry. But like scientific. Scientists facts. who I mean, are Christian Christians. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. But no. And, and to credit to to start with that. No. What actually happened was this was a uh, a point in my life back in 2010 where we had just started attending uh, a Bible-believing church. It was a Calvary Chapel. Uh, yeah, and it, they were, <clears throat> and Answers in Genesis came, and it was Ken Ham and Jason Lyle. Uh, and essentially, it was Ken Ham's sermon where he was pointing out the fact that the Bible begins with Genesis 1 through 11, and that is the foundation of our faith. When you understand history, God's plan in, in redemption, all of this, you cannot avoid Genesis 1 through 11. You can't just talk it away. And it was one of those things that as he's explaining this and showing the effects of not standing on Scripture uh, and needing to have a, a biblical foundation and, and go, you know, and, and truly understand the Bible, not just certain verses, but what, what does the Bible actually say about this? I was convicted. I was cut to the core. I was like, wow, I don't know the Bible. Like, I can tell you Jesus died for sinners and was crucified on a cross and he's the son of God. Yeah, that's about it. I knew God that's created, all I got. Right. <laughs> that's I, where and, I'm and that was at. The thing is that in growing up too. Good things to know, but right, in growing up, it was like even in history class when they talk about the, you know, they're like, well, the Bible tells it the world is ten thousand. I'm like, well, I haven't read that in the Bible, but I believe it. Right. But I didn't because know because we where. do. We just believe these things. It's right. Like, oh, well, okay. if that's the Christian viewpoint, then that's the one <laughs> that's where I'm at. Right. Apparently. So I was so I was so super intrigued. But here's. I guess the, to lay the foundation for this, um, because a lot of people are going to go immediately, well, science says this. And you go, well, to be a Christian, you either have to drop science or just say, well, the Bible wasn't accurate at these points. That's super dangerous. But here's the, here's the actual truth behind it is the fact that the Bible demonstrates God's creation. The Bible teaches a literal six-day creation. He rested on the seventh. And yes, and we were kind of talking about the, the word day. You know, yeah, you will find times where the day references a time period like the day of the mm. Lord, certain aspects like that. But it says, and it was night and day, and this was the first day. And then you go to uh, Exodus chapter 20 when you get the Ten Commandments and the Fourth Commandment talking about keeping the Sabbath holy. Mm-hmm. He says, for just as God created the heavens and the earth in six days, and rested on the seventh, so you too shall work for six days and rest on the seventh. It's quite clear that's that's the intention of what the Bible teaches. But then you go into, okay, well, science teaches this. No, listen. Okay, for one, everything you see in the world is going to be understood differently with the worldview you have. Scientists will look at evidence and they go, well, I'm beginning with this premise. Mm-hmm. The world is old. Therefore, when I look at this, this must mean it is old. But there is so much that counteracts that. Uh, I know, Heidi, when we were talking about this earlier, you were saying, you know, carbon dating. Oh, yeah. Um, like that's where everybody goes to. Obviously, it's yeah. so much older. So you realize that they didn't carbon date a dinosaur. They can't. Carbon dating was like, if I'm, I'm remembering from some of the books back then, it was like the half-life of carbon-14 is 2,540 years so you hit 100,000 years and yeah, you do not and have any evidence of carbon-14 at this point. And you're telling me a dinosaur is how many millions of years old? 80 million years old? 
Well, and let's remember they didn't start back there and count forward. <laughs> they started here and had to count backwards. So eventually they just go, well, I'm going to assume this because I'm guessing that it's got to fit into this narrative. Right. And, and this is, and it all goes to presump, uh, presuppositions. You know, you have to realize that, again, things are going to be assumed when they see different evidences like the radioactive dating. You have to realize they are assuming even in that process, like, okay, things can't change. You can't add to it or take away. They're trying to assume a starting point, so then they try and manipulate the data to say, okay, well, because I'm assuming the starting point, here's what I'm getting. It's so many millions of years old. But again, because they can't date dinosaurs, and you go, well, how do they know this layer of dino or this dinosaur is this many years old versus this dinosaur is this many years old? It's called, um, oh, shoot. Uh, it's, it's literally a graph of, hey, we found this type of uh, shell or uh, animal that we are going to claim in this layer more consistent so this if we see this this must mean that this is so many years old mm -hmm. so then we're going to attribute that to every layer but then you get things where like in uh, henry morris's geology book which is a phenomenal if you can ever pick it up it shows you all of this explains it in detail it even shows you their presuppositions they have pictures of like a a, a tree mm -hmm. going through seven layers of, of rock so you tell me the bottom of that tree is 500 million years old the yeah. center is 250 it, but it's well absurd. and remember that they're going into this with the belief that the flood didn't happen right um and, you yeah. know you're that when you look at that scientifically what happens when we've had local floods and volcanic eruptions and things like that you can actually pick up similar stuff that appears to sure. be as dated as the things that they're trying to do right because, because of it the, went through they, all of yeah, this the intense and yeah. you know it's a lot of people go, well, you know, the this really isn't a big deal. And it, it kind of isn't. Like, at the end of the day, I really don't believe this should be a divisive issue. However, um, we have to remember that if we're talking about children turning into adults, ones that potentially will go to a college if that is what they choose, and we all tend to take a different approach to school and what's important than what the rest of society has to say, but um, it is. It has been the whole old and young earth evolution. All of that has been credited as being one of the number one things that makes young people walk away from their faith. That is well, true. Because in, in they're that, yeah. not prepared when they go sit down in a classroom. Even the Christian colleges, man, yes. they go sit there and then they're told, well, this is what science says. But they don't have a biblical lens. They don't have a biblical and, scope. And they have no apologetics foundations. They don't have any well, biblical history reasoning. None of the, that. You, you said a key of it. Yeah. And here's one thing that drives me absolutely nuts about the Christian side of this. That we can't. We don't ever go about this with truth either. With telling them. They're like, look, the wisdom of man is completely foolishness to God. It does not. God is not man. It does not compare to anything that man produces i mean we produced science and understanding and these things like this is this is from man so god's act upon this creation that that came from man is going to be completely outside of this and it can't always be proven by pen and paper or by a dick god isn't meant to be proven 
I mean, you know, you're not meant to be able to put, put open up the book and say, yes, this is exactly where you can find him. That's like that's not what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a, a holy sovereign God. And it just they don't ever they don't ever teach this. They don't ever go about this. That's saying, look, the world's never going to understand this. The world's always going to tell you you're wrong. And then a lot of times, I think Christianity's done a disservice by trying not like not answers in Genesis. They're probably one of, even though I disagree with a couple things, but they're still one of the best legitimate arguments for these. They're they're doing better, but I still think even they miss out big time on when we have to look at this as Christians and say, why are we trying to argue and prove this to the world, like? This is not the world. I mean, I understand doing it, but your way of going about it and, and making it a case against the world by these little small principles that you make up, like, you know, that don't really hold much weight. But it's like, be honest with it and say, we are not always going to be able to go and look and point it at a complete concrete evidence for a holy God. He's complete. We're completely. I mean, that's. It's not well, and that's the point is they want to see physical evidence, right? God is spirit, right? God does not have a body like he's him. not, <laughs> yeah. And, and and here's the thing, and that science you realize the scientific method means you have to be able to repeat it. You can't Again, repeat right. creation. This is all speculation at the end of the day, in the sense of what, like, when anybody of authority that has a doctorate and tries to tell you otherwise. They're not repeating this. This is not something that they actually went into a lab and said, look, we are recreating this. We can right. prove this effect. No, it is them trying to apply the worldview. And then that goes back to the heart of man. Look, even though they knew God, Romans 1, do you actually believe scripture? Even though they knew him, they did not, re they did right, not glorify though, right. him as God. And, and this is part of the judgment is that even since the beginning of the creation, they saw God's power and yeah, and, no, they, and yet they they, they suppress the truth better. in unrighteousness. And, yeah. So well, this is just another means of suppressing the truth of creation. Well, yeah, because seeing everything physical, this physical world around you, the stars, the everything that have is is supposed to prove to you the existence of God. Yet, but the, like I said, it's just something that we don't ever mention because we don't we don't explain to Christians that listen, your your whole view here is going to be ripped apart by the world consistently. This is not something that. There's got to be, there's there's a certain point of belief that comes to it. You can do a lot of you can do a lot of scientific proof. I'm not my statement isn't saying that you can't yeah. scientifically prove the Bible because you can in many different ways. But I think there's some arguments like for instance, I think some even the creation arguments. Uh, we all hold to the same argument there, but even some of the young earth creation arguments, I've sat there and I've listened and I'm going, this is horrible. Like, why would we produce this out to the world? Like, we look stupid. And I agree with a young earth. And I agree with the science and the, and the research that's gone, the Christian research that's gone behind it. But... Well, I think, I think I, it was... A lot of um, stuff. Jason Lyle, I think it was, he's the one that laid out all of the, like, statistical data of 
the odds of the Big Bang Theory actually happening and the Earth landing exactly where it was because if we were a mile in either oh, direction. Oh, they're an absolute joke. It's ridiculous. Um, and he's like, it, everything had to be like so absolutely perfect. If we were one mile in any direction mm. other than exactly where we are in our solar system, we'd be a ball of ice or a ball of fire. Like we can't, well, not fire. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he was laying out all of the yeah, math. Yeah, we would and the be frozen and or you we can, would be a complete And you can, you can look up you know he they've got a lot of their stuff online is free um if you're just going in for the data it's a really great resource if you're wanting this information um but he followed that up with now i don't know about you but it takes a lot more faith for me to believe that that happened than for me to know that god created everything because the bible told me so it's i i, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist that believe that everything just kind of boom exploded I wonder Done. if he's the same guy. There is this one, and they have the videos on like YouTube, and of course I can't remember the name of him, but it was a – his career was in secular science, and then he came to a saving knowledge of, of Jesus, and he was like, whoa, what am I doing? And he had this huge change, and he started – because he was feeling all these holes and issues, whatever. So anyways, he has a series of teaching through these – different you know scientific teachings but from a christian creationist you know view on things and that's says when he goes through we watched it with the kids and he's like all right so we're getting coming up to this next point da, 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 da. and he's like and and what is um secular science going to teach us that happened here that's right then an asteroid hit it right and he goes through all these different things because that's <laughs> yeah. what the answer usually comes around to is then an asteroid hit it and so it's kind of like a silly little thing he does throughout the thing i mean it's true what he's saying but it's funny and so it's our kids still will they'll be watching things or see like things and they're like let me guess an asteroid hit it you know whatever yeah but it is amazing when you look at some of these it's like you think that's more believable right and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's like it's a reminder that your worldview your worldview really does color how you interpret information because anybody who who believes that the bible is fact through and through 100 percent, even if you don't understand all of the breakdowns of the language anybody who believes that what the bible says is true is looking at a lot of things that what science says and going I don't understand how you came to that conclusion just like anybody who's never come to a saving knowledge who's never read the Bible they're looking at Christians going what you think a magician just kind of made that poof and it's there <laughs> you think a rock hit it and poof it was there exactly so I mean, you tell me. well, yeah that's, but that's because a lot of people don't actually uh, study into the, the technical aspect of this because we, a lot of times when you actually break down the argument and this is why logic comes into play is they're not going to actually sit down and give you evidence after evidence they're gonna go well these smart people over here said it so i'm gonna believe it right like and th so it's a it's argument. another case of kind of like you said you believed in a young earth because that's what they said the biblical view was so you're like okay well i guess if that's what the biblical view is that's what i believe it's kind of like where you know when heidi started questioning like people keep saying the bible says well where where does the bible say because people keep saying mm -hmm. the bible says i've grown up my whole life believing that that's what the bible says then i read it and it all they're it. doing <laughs> is saying, well, that's what my biology teacher told me. That's what the person who wrote this textbook said, so it must be true. I Googled it, so it's real. Like, you know, so it's, it's, it's all about what your worldview is. And no, I, I, no one will ever convince me that you don't have to have faith for either side. You have to have faith to be an atheist. I'm sorry, you do. You have to have a lot more faith than I do to believe that Jesus died on the cross, rose from the grave, and saved me. 
Well, and that even goes back to, you know, and I would caution people looking into the intelligent design movement um, because, you know, it's not just Christian. So you have a, a general understanding that there is a designer <coughs> in this creation. Um, but what, uh, was it Ben Stein? What was that, that movie he did? I watched it recently. Oh, uh, yeah. Expelled. The, yeah, where It expelled, talks about yes. all the professors who held to even just an intelligent design viewpoint and could give evidence after evidence were getting kicked out because, well, that's not the view of the school. And they weren't and even saying God did ordeal. it, just that there was something and, intelligent out there. And who, who is the, oh, man, who is the big name atheist in, your, in England? Well, I mean, there's always one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One? Uh, oh, goodness. Everybody just praises this guy. I can't think of his name. Anyways, Ben Stein interviews him at the end because the whole point was when you really go to the heart of the matter, where does life come from? That you, he, he literally laughs at these things. Like one, one of these scientists uh, who doesn't hold to intelligent design was like, well, it began on the, through crystals on the backs of, uh, it like literally somehow through crystals. And you're like, what? through with lightning. Oh, what? Okay. Um, and then if you really dig in, some of these guys, where do go, lightning and crystals come from? Right. But then they'll go into, <laughs> they'll go into, well, it was seeded. With what? From life somewhere outside the universe? Where'd that life come universe? from? Where'd right. the universe No, that's come the point. From? And that's yeah. even Ben Stein's point. He's like, wait, wait, wait. You, you mean to tell me, like, that's, that's your answer? So, for example, Francis Crick, he is the one who is uh, given credit for understanding and, and finding the human genome and beginning okay. the whole process of mapping the human genome and DNA and all that. Uh, when asked, well, now that you see this amazing, like, language of life, how did it come about? Because, again, he's suppressing the truth and the knowledge of God. He goes, it must have come from somewhere else out in the universe. Like, so that's, either, that's way, either way, it came from somewhere, and it couldn't have just exploded into being or, you know, whatever. And that's what we're teaching our children. Right. And that's, but literally, that is what textbooks in school tell you. It is. So I guess the takeaway from this, yeah, <laughs> we've talked about flat earth. We've talked about We say about it's new earth. We'll have 7,000 years of time. And that's I it. cannot wait to see the comments on this. I think that we're going to have some really good ones. You know what's funny ones. is we're as we were talking, I was like, should I just close the comments on this yeah, one? Yeah, probably. You know what? We might leave them open for a minute as long as Travis promises. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't, don't want to do apologize. That's okay. Brandon know. already promised us a goat. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, said, I said, yes, I did. Unfortunately, <laughs> I said I think about it. So, no, but I, in all seriousness, no, I think the takeaway from this should be whether you believe in old earth, young earth, Rounder, whether you earth. believe that somehow God utilized evolution in creation. I don't. But some people do. Sure. Um, and that's they need to because again they're going to school and that's how they're surviving and not falling away. That's there and they don't have any apologetics foundation or biblical foundation or they don't know what their Bible actually says. So I guess the point is, go do some research. Don't just oh my professor said this and this is what my mama always said or this is what the church always told me or this is you know this is a room full of people of the church told me and, and remember what. Um, I agree with that, but remember what what Jesus told Thomas in John twenty. Is blessed those that have not seen and believed. Right. We don't. I, we we have to remember this too. Is like the key thing to all of this. Like we yeah. we don't see, 
we can see the proof of it, but we don't see it. We we can't touch it. We can't. Yeah. I can't put a piece of, you know, why don't we start with that? And yeah, so basically it's you have to figure out what your, what was it, a premise? I guess the reason why. Presupposition. You have to figure out what your presuppositions are. I guess the reason why I keep bringing this up is this actually helped a good friend of mine. It was because this is an argument that we went back and forth. He was very scientific, very, very, very educated, very, but yet he also knew scripture, and he would go round and round on these. Yeah, things and I mean, he forever. we would go, we would go round and round and round, and finally, I, like I was just like, okay, but the only thing that you keep throwing at me here is human science. And the one thing that I told him was, I was like, my God is outside, completely outside of science. He created your version, what your your system, your, your process is. The only understanding that you have because of that is because of him. And he's way beyond that. Right. And he's like, I don't know why I didn't ever think of that. That's such like a basic principle yeah. that I didn't think that God is, I mean, it, it's, it's very basic. And a lot, and, some people, smart people, will say, okay, well, that's just your cop-out. That's your easy right. cop-out to say, okay, well, God's got it. I don't know. I just, look, but, I, I'm i not willing to sit there and argue with you, but I know at least one person sitting at this table who would sit here. <laughs> and but I think like when we're trying to figure out. But no, 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 I'm not talking about yeah, you. Yeah. I'm talking about the no, people. No, 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 I know you're not. I know um, you're not. No, but, you know, so it's, and you're right, and I, and I tend to fall very much in the camp of, you know, I I know what I believe, and I'm totally satisfied in that. I just, you know, I think what we're all trying to encourage people is know what you believe. And know why you believe it. Do you know believe it because somebody believe, said it or because it. it's biblical? If you don't need 100 yeah. documents telling you all about the, the Christian scientist, the scientist who is a Christian, not Christian science, um, w- interpretation of carbon dating and all of that. Because you can. They're out there. There are people out there who are saying, hey, this is what our biblical worldview tells us about all of this scientific interpretation. It's there out there. There are Christian if you astronauts science, out there that are um, telling you that go they read know it. the earth is right. I, my husband has spent hundreds and hundreds of hours, not just on this topic, but like with just building up apologetics and learning, you know, all of that stuff. That was just for me, not something that, look, my eyes started crossing. I try really hard, but now I just go, hey, honey, what did you read about this? And I'm totally okay with that. That's, I'm fine with that. Um, and then I make him make, ar- take, do all the arguments for me because I don't want to sound dumb. <laughs> But um, know what you believe. Know why you believe it. Um, that way, when you are out there and someone comes and they have all of these big words because they did their research and what the, you know, I guess, worldly scientific worldview is, they're going to have a lot of big words mm-hmm. um, and they're going to know sound like they know what they're talking about. And so if you're trying to have those conversations, you need to know what their argument is and what yours is. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and just one big, big worldview picture. So, again, a lot of these people that are going to argue science and stuff who deny God um, have no foundation for why things remain consistent. In fact, if you – and I'll give credit to Jeff Durbin and some of the guys that he's listened to <laughs> yeah. through his, his upbringing. Sure. They point out clearly that, look, um, you're having to borrow from my worldview because in the Christian worldview – you have a creator God who upholds the universe by his own word and power that has laws of logic in place 
and follows those. And then the only time anything in nature that is changed is because he himself is making that change. Right. Like a miracle. That's what a miracle is. Like we were talking about the right. Red Sea in our other one. Right. Okay. Naturally, naturally the parting, keep yeah. the water there. When the water's parted, okay, that's where God steps into his creation yeah. and changes it. Exactly. And Christ calms the storm. It. Right. Okay. Storms don't just normally stop mid, yeah. mid you know, right. storming. Uh, no, because he has authority over it. And this is impossible scientifically for for somebody to come in and do these miraculous things. Right, but even then, it's it's just the idea that, so you are already assuming, your presupposition is that what you're seeing today is going to remain the same tomorrow. Right. You're assuming a uniformity of the laws of logic when, in fact, the Big Bang and a lot of these ideas don't even follow that. Mm-hmm. Okay, something that is in motion will remain in motion until impacted by something else, and something that is stopped will remain stopped until an outside force. So please explain to me how you had a Big Bang. When all of the energy is literally in one finite point, it's at still. So what? Outside? There's an outside force acting on it? That's the only way that logically it can be impacted and changed? And you want to tell me from chaos from an explosion? Look, I've seen grenades. I've seen IEDs. I can tell you what an explosion does. It creates chaos. That doesn't create light. Not some uniform. Like, <laughs> and yet somehow. So. And, and against, again, new earth to old, or young earth to old earth, we don't see biblically how you could support an old earth theory. Looking no, there's, at, no, biblically, no. there's not a case for it biblically. Well, not in the language and how it was written. So, no. uh, and again, I want to stand. Because obviously, I think most of us would agree as Christians that, yes, we do not agree with what modern science is saying. But within the Christian, should it divide us? Absolutely not. not No way, no how. But biblically, do we have support for... I also don't support gap theory because that's someone's going to bring that up in the There's no gap. There's absolutely no. Well, and that's like what Jesus says, Matthew 19. And again, this is where you really have to pay attention to the words because words have meaning. And look up the original language, guys, and look up how the the Jews structured speech because that's really important in how they worded things when it comes to dating Also, knowing the Jewish people and their their culture and how they work is important. Imagine that. That's called hermeneutics. Yeah. (laughs) Understanding how to understand. So this is Matthew 19, verse 3. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him and asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? From the beginning. Adam and Eve. From the beginning. He made them male and female. He's quoting from Genesis. Yeah. Do you understand his argument? Jesus is literally saying Adam and Eve was the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no gap. There's no billions of years before. Yeah, yeah no. So, um, I mean, not has, of not has, of Earth in the purpose. in the way that the Father and the Son and they always existed and then, before. Well, yeah, and then you even have a genealogy. You right. can follow genealogy that fact, goes when from, I followed it. Yeah. Now, granted, you don't know specifics, but I estimated it was like 1,666 years from Adam to the flood. When you just follow the genealogies and you just say, okay, he lived for so many years and he had a son. And oh, yeah, years you can easily died, track the these things. Well, you and that's, that's what when somebody asked me, too, about Genesis being, uh, you know, it's like, is it a historical? I was like, yeah, absolutely, it's historical. That's why they have the genealogies in there. There's specific genealogies just like that. And that's why it's it, it should be, you should come to the conclusion of a young earth in, in realizing that, yes, Adam and Eve was a, the beginning. And yeah, there's no, there's no gap. There was no, what's the other, um, 
the other belief that's really popular now that there was another couple. Well, Lilith. There's theistic the, evolution, yeah, things like that. But, but the other couple, the other Adam and Eve, what's that called? I can't remember. Um, do you remember we're talking about the other? Do you know what I'm talking well, about? Well, I know that the other woman's name is Lilith. Yeah, you're yeah, talking about Lilith his and, first wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Adam's so there's, first okay, so there's we don't believe Adam had a no, first no, no, wife, no, no, guys. No, 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 <laughs> there is that other belief that there was an additional yeah, period they, of time. They believe, yeah. And then, but that, and then that she messed up also. She Eve didn't get kicked out, but Lilith got kicked out and replaced with Eve or something like that. And then I God don't... figured out that women are always going to mess up, so stop creating <laughs> new ones. Like, I don't know. So, that. look, can I just take a minute to say I am begging you guys, if you're going to leave the comments open, can we go with, like, a two-hour window <laughs> and then close it. <laughs> a, a slight comment opening, and then we'll be like, "This was a horrible idea." No, we're I, mean, it just, it, I just want everybody who writes a comment to remember that every comment my husband has to respond to is a week of time I don't get to have <laughs> with, with my spouse. And I'm potty training this week, so please <laughs> let me have my spouse. Uh, yeah, go over that. No, right, I mean, well. seriously, if anybody has if legitimate have questions. Yeah, we're not going to fight and argue. If you I, have questions, we'll answer questions. We are legitimately happy to, well, yeah. all I do is sacrifice time with my husband. He does yeah, all of the really hard work. But, like, <laughs> I'm mostly joking, but kind of sort yeah, of, like. He's got to do the research off. and listen to you. That's two things that he has to do. <laughs> <laughs> See, now everybody knows that Brandon's mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, come on. If he's like, I know how it goes. If you you're gone too busy for a few hours, you know, doing stuff, or maybe twelve. Yeah. Is that, that how it goes? Twelve or a few? I don't know. All right. So. I think that was a really fun. Uh, this was a lot longer than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. It is exactly as long as I expected it to be. <laughs> I knew the second we really started talking about anything that had to do with carbon dating and you were gone. The world. Yeah. I don't think this was as lighthearted as I. Uh, I'm glad that I had that warning. Hey, I threw Kanye in there for a reason. You did. There you go. <laughs> Even then, though, that was like, it's like I said, it's sad, too, and scary at the same time. this is the time. salvation of many, many people. All so right, pray well. for these people. Yeah. yeah. Anything else anybody wants to add? Any? No. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank Sit. you so much for hanging out with us for, for a very long time. And if you made it this far, we really appreciate you. 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 You did a great job. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you the next time.